Hi there, it's Amy, and welcome to Rocking Life with Amy Edwards. This is a show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, transforming life, and just getting to our most rocking version, because it's totally possible. A little bit about me, I've been a rock musician, and I share what I've learned from life and from taking up music at a late age, and all the things that I've done. And if you want to hear my music, it's simply a click away, just check it out on my website. The main thing, though, is that doing that pushed me out of my comfort zone in a way that has made me grow in every single way. And that's what it's all about, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, doing the work on ourselves consistently, and then up-leveling our lives every single day. And it doesn't take that much effort. At least I don't believe it does. So the show's about an hour long. We've got 15-minute segments, and our focus this week is our shadow. So first I'll do my segment, then we have our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. And finally is BYOB, build your own brand, brain, and business with certified brand consultant Bijou Finney. And I like to let everyone know I do this work because I need it. I need it. I need reminders all the time. I have to keep at it. and walk the walk of all the things we talk about. So I'm right here in it with you. And I know it can be challenging. I know because I do it, but it's totally worth it. I'm finding it more and more worth it every single day. Even the ups and downs of life in 2020. I mean, when you show up for yourself and do this work, it means you can recover quicker. The downtimes don't last quite as long. I mean, they can still get dark for sure. But we find ourselves stronger in our self-love, our relationship and connection with ourselves, with the divine, and with others. And we're living in a way that vibes higher and reaches new levels, and life can be more joyful and more fulfilling in the present. And that's what we're trying to get to, right? Allowing right now to be the very best it can be all the time, because that's all there really is. So let's get to it today. Let's rock our shadow. Shadow, our shadow self. I'm not even the hugest fan of calling it that, but it is a thing, right? So first of all, what is the shadow self? Well, it's pretty simple. If you're talking psychologically, it's the parts of yourself that you don't want to admit to having, but they're there. Jung called it the unconscious, and it's just all those things that we don't want, that we want to push down a little bit. You know what I mean? I definitely have them. And I'm reading a book right now that I want to recommend. It's called Existential Kink. And it's all about that exact thing. It's about all the things that we push down and all these other aspects of ourselves that are a little bit darker or in this shadow rather. And it's figuring out how to embrace those and love those. So this has really been on my mind lately, like the whole of ourselves and loving the whole of ourselves, because that is part of the whole of ourselves. Even calling it the shadow seems like a little bit of a a misnomer. I suppose it's like a shadow is cast on those parts of ourselves so we don't look at them in the light, but it almost makes it sound like it's outside of ourselves, which it's not. It's part of the whole. And we have all these things as humans. I did a meditation on it this week because it's been on my mind. So if you want to catch that, it's up on my Instagram at Real Amy Edwards. I've been doing those every Wednesday at 9 a.m live. And then they're always up on my IGTV. So you can check them out. So it's about this whole of ourselves. And as humans, we have all these emotions. They're perfectly 
natural. All these things come up, but it's what do we do with them? Do we bear them in the shadow? Do we call them bad and ignore them? Label them? Don't want to deal with them? Push them aside with affirmations and just sit in this space of, no, I, I am at peace. I am at peace. <laughs> when really we have burgeoning anger? Hmm. That's what I've been thinking about. In Existential Kink, her name is Carolyn Elliott. She's amazing. I'm listening to it. She calls it being whole and accepting our shadow, a being not in conflict with itself, which is beautiful. Because if we're bearing those things, we are in conflict with ourselves. We're denying things about who we are. And that's not to say we have to act on all these or, you know, run screaming or be volatilely angry or resentful or fearful or sit in it. And I'm not even denying that there are chemicals in our brain that can cause real depression and things like that. Definitely not denying that. But we are talking about these aspects of humanity that are perfectly natural. And just being whole with this self-integration, integrating these into who we are and our love of ourselves. Because if you love yourself and you only love the good parts, is that really loving your whole self? I've had to look at myself and love all these little parts that have made me who I am today, which, you know, I'm not super proud of some of them. Of course, I can sit here and say the good parts. Yeah. But what if I, you know, talk about that I've cheated on both my ex-husbands or when I was younger, I stole things or anything that we do that we're not proud of that we feel shame for. So I've been looking at myself, as I do, looking at myself with this shadow idea around it. And one of the things that's been at the forefront of my mind right now, if you've been following me at all, is money. With my divorce finally final too, it's just continued to come up a lot. And it's been confusing to kind of sort out what is my shadow? What are the beliefs that I've had that I've been hiding from or keeping in my shadow that I need to pull out into the light. Beliefs that have fears underneath them, something like that. And I'm starting to see after intense reflection and journaling that maybe I'm manifesting something that's in my shadows, a deeper desire in my life. And I like to think all along that I wanted to be taken care of in some way and have it be easy. But the more I've looked at myself, the more I think that I really deeply desire independence and the satisfaction and validation and confidence of taking care of myself financially in a big way, but I have deep, deep fears and insecurities around that. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I've harbored this feeling of like wanting it done for me and thinking that's the way and you get married because that's what I saw my parents do. So, however, I've had two marriages end, both had elements of this within them. And then I inherited money when my parents passed away. And I've effectively sabotaged a lot around that as well, which I feel shame and guilt admitting here, but I might as well admit it because that's what this is about. So the concept of shadow is that it manifests in our lives, whether we realize it or not. Jung says we call it fate until we can pull that unconscious into the light and make it conscious. It will come forth no matter what. 
So mine's manifesting like this. It's forcing me into a place of independence where I do have to step up and do that. And I have to deal with the fears that are underneath that, which are insecurities, which are thinking that I'm not capable. All those things that I'm constantly working on too with affirmations. But I have to really look at them in this context and go, oh, I see. So I know, I know I've always deeply desired that. Even when I was in high school, I wanted to work. My parents told me I couldn't work. And I wanted to just run away at times, you know, and take care of myself. I always had a desire for that. But then again, I was like, wait, I'm just a girl. I don't know. I don't know that I'm capable of that. (laughs) So here I am working to reprogram that. So how do we reprogram that? Let's say yours is something completely different, right? Which it probably is. This is just one of mine that I'm noticing now and trying to make more conscious. So how do we make that more conscious? Well, meditation practices and affirmations for sure help. Yes. But it has to get down to seeing, loving, and accepting these parts of ourselves. So I have had to work to get conscious about this hidden part and shine a light on it. And I've been confused. It's felt confusing to even sort out. So I had to sit down with it and do some writing on it and even think about it for the show and to stay conscious over it. And I even made myself some actionable items around it, things that I was resistant to. Like really, you know, figuring out a new system for my taxes. (laughs) Good times, right? Like listing off all my debt and what I have coming in and really making a good financial picture for myself, which I'm resistant to do. But it feels good once you do it. It's not near as hard as I thought. So I'm taking actions on all these things. But I've made a general list of prompts that can help us get to a point of looking at the things that we're being unconscious about. And you probably know what it is. It's probably something that's on your mind that you don't want to deal with. I mean, it was for me. It was right there. And even if it's more of a general insecurity or shame, you can look at what what that's about for sure. So I've made a PDF for us and it is some journal prompts. So I would encourage you to go check it out and just read through those journal prompts in order to get to the heart of what we might not be looking at and conscious of. It's very, very simple. Or just sit down with a journal. Just sit down with a journal and start really thinking about it and writing about it. That's the most actionable thing that we can do. And then take that a step further and make it an actual thing to do. Like me making a spreadsheet. You know, I love spreadsheets. (laughs) So the more we can know we are okay, and this is okay, the more we can love and accept all that we are. But there's so much fear in there, I know, about being judged, about being labeled as bad, right? I mean, I know I've got it, especially when I talk about money or something, being judged in all sorts of ways, like, oh, look at how she spends money, look at how she lives, or something like that. Yeah, it's probably something that I really need to deal with and write about, right? And get out and look at and stay conscious of rather than unconscious. I'm not saying these judgments are true and correct, but it's just me projecting them. It's me perceiving them. So that's an indicator that it's something I need to look at and learn to love and accept. I'm always a proponent of laughing at ourselves more and, you know, not taking ourselves too seriously. And this kind of falls in line with that. 
sometimes we're taking our shadows so seriously and taking them in a way where like we think we're the only one who has them. Well, we're not. Everybody does. If they're willing to look at it, if they're willing to get conscious about it, you're not alone whatsoever. There's a whole community, including me sitting right here that does. I promise. So if we can lighten up on ourselves a little bit, literally lighten (laughs) those shadow aspects, maybe they're not as bad as we thought. Maybe we don't have to label them anything. Maybe we could label them just as human. Yeah, that's part of my humanity. Mm Mm-hmm. Good, bad, whatever you want to call it. You don't have to call it. You can just say, it's part of my humanity. That's part of the whole. And part of you being whole is loving the entire thing. How beautiful is that? How beautiful would that be? Ah, I agree. I agree. And that's where we're getting to. (laughs) And maybe that's why you're here. For this community. It's beautiful. Knowing that we're all whole beings. Every single part. All right. So in today's episode, Jill and I had a fantastic talk about shadow. Uh, I talk about some things that came up for me after that meditation that I did the other day, that one that I just talked about. And we talk about, should we love our shadow or let it go? Which I thought was an interesting question because I think you know where I stand on it. We talk about loving the whole and this conditioning to beat ourselves up and ruminating and sitting with the shadow and this suppression of darker emotions and detachment from it if it doesn't go away and removing worry and concern about what others think. And our affirmation this week is, I am aware of all parts of me. Beautiful. On BYOB with Bijou Finney, we talk about the shadow in a business aspect and the struggle between profit and what is right and how that can cause the shadow to emerge in business and the dark things that can get into the back of your mind and cause your passion to subconsciously decline. We talk tips for cultivating accountability and understanding in your business, the power of community and shadow work, and she has some beautiful things to say. She says, life is light and dark, and a lot of good comes out of the bad, too. And she talks, too, about doing one hard thing for yourself every single day, which I really dug. Check those out all coming up, and then I'll have a little more information about that PDF in our wrap-up. All right, let's go af ourselves. Welcome to Go Af Yourself, starring Jill Faulkner. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello, Jill. Hi, how are you? You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's really weird. So we're recording this on the day that I've been doing these Instagram live meditations. Mm-hmm. And um, I did one today. I'm glad we're doing this subject because I did one today about... Um, loving our darkness and our light. And I've been Mm. on this kick of like really trying to embrace like the whole of ourselves. And um, right as I did this meditation today, something came up where there was like this misunderstanding with some people. And I don't want to get into specifics because it's too long of a story. But suffice it to say that I felt like an idiot and I felt like I, I felt embarrassed and stupid. And I started just this negative talk again before the meditation. And then during it, I kind of talked about it. But I really found myself like, it's so funny. Like you can think you're doing the work and then something immediately comes up to kind of challenge you. 
right there. Yeah. That's the whole point of the work. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just, I've been like kind of struck by it and it brought me down a little bit after that meditation. And I just ate half a bag of barbecued lace and, um, I don't know. It just, I, I shed a few tears. I was just like, wow, you know, how do I love this? <laughs> yeah. When I'm feeling like this. Yeah. And I think, and I don't know that it's a matter of loving it so much as a matter of um, not holding on to it. True. But I feel like as our humanity and everything, we should have this compassion for these parts of ourselves that we know are there. And if we can embrace them and mm -hmm. just say, that's okay. And, and not even like, I love you anyway, or meaning you, meaning me, right? Not, I right. love you anyway, or I love you despite this. Yeah. But I just love you. Right. Yes. This whole yeah. thing. And you know what? Those, those, that shit comes up. So just, it's okay. And yeah. Like, accept, accepting that just, means you just go, yeah, you know what? That's part of me being human. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're so conditioned to, to beat ourselves up, really. At least what I've found, I think in my experience is like, if you don't, uh, and that's, I mean, that comes from our parents and that comes from their, the generations of their parents and so on and so on, where this, you yeah. have to put this like perfect, um, whatever even that means, right? Like quote, perfect persona forward. And so when we make mistakes, we were never taught to, to have a nice relationship with them. Yeah. You know, it was a, a quote, bad, wrong thing. Well, a friend called me, right. Yeah. A friend called me and I kind of like, uh, I, we just were having a conversation about this um, after that. And I was like, I just have to sit with this. And he was like, I think it's kind of crazy to sit with it. He was like, no, don't sit with it. And he was like, mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't know. I think I have to, I think I have to, but I can, that kind of goes along with what you're saying, like a general predisposition from what we're culturally taught or socially taught to be mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not going to sit with that. I'm not going to stay in that space. Right. And, uh, it's considered negative or bad. But I think sitting with it, like maybe, I think for me, what I notice in like doing the work, you know, I put that, you know, doing the work in quotes, um, <laughs> is being able to sit with it for shorter periods of time than I would have otherwise. So I don't ruminate, but I have a moment. I have an acknowledgement um, I mean, even yesterday, it's like I sent out an email or I forwarded an email to like a distro list of only like maybe six or seven people and someone else. And I wasn't, and all it, it didn't have anything bad in it, but I definitely had that sinking stomach feeling yeah. of like, oh gosh. And then it was like, there's no call button in Outlook, right? You have that in Gmail where it's like, unsend, unsend, you know, you can give yourself, I think 30 seconds or something to, to do that, which is great. I totally uh, didn't know that. A, oh my God. Oh yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Retract, retract, but yeah, I don't, there's not an option in Outlook for that. And so I just had this like stomach sinking feeling and I was like, okay, well it is what it is. I can't get it back. So then I just follow up and it's like, Hey, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I, I just moved on from it a lot quicker than I know a previous version of me would have like, you know, I would have ruminated on it more, but it's I was like to ruminate. 
ruminate and marinate. Like you yeah. just sit there and let it permeate, permeate your skin and yeah. um, in your mind. You're right. Maybe that's the big difference. Maybe you're, maybe, and maybe I've like done so much work this year on ruminations. Maybe that's a really good, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A good, not way of looking at it, a good, uh, out, outlook frame frame yeah reference. reframe of it or something like yeah that. yes mm-hmm. um you know I and also in doing the work um is sitting with it something that we feel we have to do in order to get through it or or order to work through it. Like, do we really, do we have to sit with it? So I think I grapple with that too. Sometimes it's like, maybe I don't need to uh, marinate on on this or have it marinate or ruminate or all the eights, right? Like (laughs) why, why do I feel I have to sit with it? Um, So I think that's another challenge. Maybe you don't is, have to sit with it. I, mean, I know. And I guess every you know, situation is different. Maybe it's just an act, like when we're talking about the shadow and we're talking about those things, maybe it's an act of just simply recognizing it. You don't even have to sit with it. Yeah. Or, am I, or that's the other question. Am I avoiding uh, sitting with it because I don't want to? Because it is the shadow side that I don't under, haven't really thought about or don't know much about what it means. Um, you know, and there's a fear of what could be lying underneath. Yeah. And I think that maybe is what pushes me to sit with it because I'm like, oh, oh, I don't want to. So I better, you know? Yes. Yeah. I have been the opposite. I feel like as of late where I'm like, "Mm, I don't really want to dig, dig that up. So I'm just going to move on right now. I'm sure it'll come up again. Since I'm not it dealing will. with it now, it will come up again <laughs> and maybe I will deal with it then. Um, and that's okay but, too. Yeah. I mean, that's okay too. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a little bit of shadow in there as well, you know, although I, I'm, I'm kind of not inclined to use the word shadow like in our round table when we discussed that and we were like, maybe it's not even good labeling these things, you know. Well, I, and then it's like, you can't like, you know, or gray or light and darkest. So it's like, you don't know light if you don't experience the dark and and vice versa. So the shadow in my understanding is the, the dark side. Um, And that's interesting to explore as well. Like, do I have this side of me that wants revenge, right? Or wants to be passive aggressive or, Yes. Call people out, you know. But that doesn't um, mean you do it. That doesn't mean you necessarily do it. Yeah. I but I think I've suppressed even allowing myself to feel those kinds of feelings. Ah, suppressed. Mm-hmm. Suppressed. Yeah. Interesting word choice. Yeah. Like it's not okay that I feel anger sometimes. Right. And that is what yeah. I'm getting at. It yeah. is okay that you feel anger because it's perfectly natural. Right. I mean, would you tell me I, I shouldn't feel anger over something? Not at all. No, I'd be like, yeah, get feel that, right? Like, yeah, whatever you need to, right, to feel or go through is that's really important to honor that. Yeah, I would acknowledge it for you, and I would be like, yeah, you ha- 
Okay. First of all, anger is an emotion, just like all the rest of them mm -hmm. that we have. And you are going to feel that at some points. So what? Good. Do it. Yeah. I mean, if we never felt the bad stuff, then the good stuff just doesn't even have any weight. Have you ever read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. There's, um, I love that book. It's really funny, but there's a planet that gets invented and it's like a vacation planet where it's always sunset and it's always like really gorgeous and it's like the perfect place. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing bad there. And it has this super high rate of suicide because everyone goes there and then they kill themselves because they just can't even take it. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's all made up, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I get, you get the point. The point is that like, I don't know, maybe we have to have all these experiences. So I, I, I definitely on board with that. Um, and then two, if for me, it brings up that each, each challenge that we face or each experience is our own, right? And not to get caught in the trap of comparison of that my shadow side or my darkness or my challenges are X, Y, Z compared to someone else's, you know, to go through the things we have to go through to, to feel the gratitude and see the light um, is just so personal. It's just our own thing. And we tend to, I, I guess I have tended to in the past compare that, right? Like, well, my challenges aren't as challenging as so-and-so's, right? Oh, I see. Well, yeah. There's still, there's still my challenges, you know, there's so much comparison and even taking out the social media component, um, you know, like, Oh, I, I want to have like a worse life than someone else just so that I don't feel bad about having less difficult challenges like it's really <laughs> i don't know it's that's weird to think about like mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it is that's a super weird thing to think about yeah um how like day to day do you feel like you're dealing with your shadow self or dealing with these issues or do you feel like you're going through a phase right now where you're just kind of pushing them away i mean i'm curious to even explore what what part what is the shadow, right? So is it, is my shadow the one who doesn't want to get out of bed? Mm -hmm. um, is my shadow avoiding work that I have to do? Is my, who is this shadow? And what are, what are her, um, what are her tendencies? So, and yeah, so I think for me, it's just a deeper exploration of that. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's the things that are all underneath those. Right. Like for me, it's, um, you know, the insecurities around you know, whatever it is that I'm feeling at that moment, like, mm -hmm. you know, or it's the fears underneath. It's like when I, when I, when I take whatever it is that not get out of bed, not do my work. It's like looking underneath that and going, oh, oh, you don't want to do that because you think you're going to do it wrong, Amy. You think you're, you think you don't have the answers. You don't have enough. You're not trusting your inner guide. It's like all those little things that are packed mm -hmm. up underneath there. For me, that's, that's. Well, I even, yeah. Or even thinking about like my, um, you know, the shadow self for me, who's, who uses food as an emotional tool, 
Like that's big shadow. I told you, uh, I just, I just ate a, like almost a whole large bag of Lay's barbecue potato chips. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I hadn't, it. yeah, I hadn't really thought of that as like my shadow self. Um, <sighs> you know, I'm, there's an awareness of my relationship to, to food, right. Or emotional, um, eating but i had it in this context before yeah i just hadn't thought about it as like in a shadow context before oh yeah hmm. yeah and do we get rid of shadows do they go away eventually or is are these the really ingrained parts of ourself that are always in the shadows i don't think they go away because if you have light you're gonna have dark you're gonna have shadow yeah period but I maybe it looks different it. because i would like to think that i I don't know. I mean, on, I mean, I, I think we're able to step out of it and, and observe it, you know, with the practices of meditation and with the practices yeah. of awareness, you know, you wow. get more aware and more detached mm-hmm. and you're able to just see it for what it is and then step back a bit and say, eh, no, it's going to pass. And I recognize this as part of my hum- human form and all the things that come up and go with that. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think the awareness is is so important. And I mean, I even think yesterday, like I was, am I, the awareness, right? So the shadow, so this is the example that's really coming up for me, right? Around food. So am, am I really hungry or am I thirsty? Why am I looking to eat right now? Um, and just having that conversation with that potential shadow. Yeah. Right? Um it's an avoidance tactic. Yeah, for like me, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I I'm envisioning this shadow just kind of standing behind me through all of the things, right? So now I'm going to stand at my my workstation, and the shadow is behind me, and I just I'm going to ha- start to have an interesting relationship with this shadow. Well, should we say I see my shadow? I mean, like, how do you how are you going to affirm that? Yeah. Um, I know I thought about it a little bit when we talked about shadows, like how do you, but I think awareness is a really important word, um, I do too. for this topic. Um, yeah. I love, I love the word awareness. Yeah. I was like Ram Das, and he has one of those tracks on his East Forest album is called I am loving awareness. And it's so good. It's just so good. I am aware of all parts of me. <gasps> yeah. I like that a lot. Cool. I'm aware of all parts of me. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And there you go. You're going to yeah. there. aware of that. Yeah. Shout out. To, I mean, I'm literally like, let's look behind me. Is she there? <laughs> She's there. I think you'd see it on the Zoom screen. I would hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I wish there was like an orb or something that would present itself because that would be amazing. But it would be really nice. It would be really nice. I would like something. Amazing. Now I'm like going to get the shivers, like as I'm <laughs> looking in the reflection behind me, like is something coming? Um, yeah, I think just ultimately, just kind of embracing for me, going forth, embracing this shadow self, and just continuing to remove the the worry or concern about what anybody else thinks about me or you know, nothing of what anyone has to say is, um, like, I just don't want it to worry. And that's not what I want to be worried about. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge part of 
this whole thing is projecting what we think other people mm. are thinking, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. And it goes right back to what we were talking about last time with vulnerability and just like this resistance to allowing ourselves to be open enough to reveal our truth and our true selves, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I even think <laughs> like, I think of like shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I just have a lot of visuals with the shadow because I think it'll help me really understand it a little bit more or be able to see it in different ways. Yes. And not be afraid. I am aware of all parts of myself. Was that it? Uh, I think I, I am aware of all parts of me, but okay. either way, I am either aware way, of all parts of me. I love it. Yes. Uh, anything to add before awesome. we go? No, thank you so much. I love just learning these new concepts that I haven't worked with before. So I'm excited yeah. to to kind of just take a deeper. Me look. too. Me yeah. too. Um, what are you reading right now? I've been reading a book called Wild Power. Discover the magic of your menstrual cycle and awaken the feminine power, feminine path to power. Whoa. So I have been reading that. Whoa. Have you learned anything in that? What do you, what do you, what do you take away so far? Same thing with like working with the shadow self. It's just like working with my cycle and, and having a bit more of, uh, again, a relationship to my body and that um, process or that experience in a different way than I previously have. Because again, there's societal things, right, about our womanhood. Um, and this just has allowed me to take a little bit more of an awareness and compassionate um, awareness to the whole month, right? every single day, right? Because the cycle is just forever. There's just different parts of it, right? It's, right. Never, it's never stopping. <laughs> right. And, and I mean, like, it's not, but I have not got one. Well, I have one right now, but I mean, I have an IUD, so it's changed a lot. And, um, I tend to just not even pay attention to it. And that is a mistake, but I've noticed Mm. that more people are, um, getting in tune with it. I just feel like it's like been more in the conversation and people are tuning into it. So that's cool recommendation for sure. So what are you reading? Uh, are you reading anything? I'm reading well, I'm always reading a whole bunch of books. Um, I got The Artist's Journey from Stephen Pressfield, which I can't believe I haven't read because I've read all his other books like um, mm. War of Art and Turning Pro, Do the Work. Those are some of my very favorites. And so now I'm reading The Artist's Journey and it's it's great. And then also I'm listening to Existential Kink, which is all about exactly what we're talking about with this shadow work. So I love it really really interesting yes. so yeah um well thank you so much of course everyone can oh, find you thank at you un- underscore jill margaret and i will put a link up to that too so thanks jill. Where I'm at. You. thank you love you Welcome to BYOB, Build Your Own Brain, Brand, and Biz segment with Bijou Finney. And hi. Hi. <clears throat> okay, so we're talking about like our shadow aspects today. And so I was just wondering, like, do we have those in business? I mean, I guess we do if businesses are kind of like an extension of ourselves. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. And um, I'm sure there's I, things that we don't want to look at, you know, that we keep unconscious. Yes. And in thinking about that, I remembered some things that um, were somewhat 
necessary evils, or at least I thought that they were. Like I knew that if I could handle them differently, that it would be better for everyone as a whole. But I think that sometimes it is this struggle between profit and what's right. And um, there was a, sure. Yeah. And there was like a lot of times, especially like with contractors and stuff, we opted for taking better care of them. And it almost felt stupid because it really did affect our bottom line. Um, and even some of our partners were not happy with our choices, but it ended up working out for us because those, uh, well, our industry and, and those contractors, they really uh, appreciated it and understood it, which is awesome, but it, it doesn't always work like that, right? Like there's right. some aspects of your business that you wish you could be different. And I think that it's good to always like look at those and try to change them. But if you can't, at least not trying to sweep them under the rug, because I feel like it, it'll eat away at you subconsciously. Or if someone finds out about them, that's a consumer, like I feel like it's good to be ready to talk about those in a really sincere way. Like what would that be? What would be an example of that? Like, for instance, a couple of my clients um, have these core values about being sustainable and taking care of the planet, but there's a few small aspects of their production that could be a little bit greener. Ah, yeah, you know? good point. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's a, a, a dark shadow on the, the light that they have, and um, they're going to always try to change that, but sometimes your hands are tied, especially if that's the only option. Or I do know that um, there's times in which some people getting things produced might have a sneaking suspicion that it was produced in a way that might have not necessarily harmed people, but Exploited. maybe not. Yeah. And, uh, and like, even like a, I was interviewing someone recently about coffee production and coffee growers are just forced to work at such small rates. And so, and, and that's the thing is that markets will just determine things. And if you feed into that market, then you're kind of part of the problem. But right. it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to think about 15 different aspects that you can wish that you can change. And I feel like it's the same with shadow work personally, where you can't change everything all at once because it's too overwhelming. You have to chip away at it and you have to realize that it's there and be cognizant of it and um i don't know not let it depress you or make you feel bad about it just understand that it's a reality that if you can do something to rectify it you should yeah you're so right and i know it's hard because it can get so exhausting like you know because there's so many little things that can come up and then you're like oh my god that increases my bottom line Mm -hmm. and you know and just sourcing it all is really i i mean i remember trying with my business and it was like i gave up i think i don't i don't i mean i hate to say that but i kind of like when i had my clothing store you know and i it was just really hard and you know you get busy and stuff like that so how do you how do you stay with that you just stay with it you just get committed with your core brand values again well 
to be honest, I got out of my boutique. One of the main reasons was like, I, I could have probably stayed in fashion longer, even after my boutique closed. But I, I really felt horrible about that fast fashion. And I didn't really like being a part of it. Same with events um, with Velvet Cartel, like that really affected our bottom line, but I couldn't uh, waste that came out of events. And so uh, I changed, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. But that's not to say that it wasn't after years of profiting from it, right? I think sometimes you just either come up with a way to change or you just determine that it's not for you anymore if if change isn't possible um but i think that it's at the very least important to just look at that because whether or not you look at at it in in the light it's still in the back of your mind it's still that little thing that doesn't make you feel great and that little piece of sand can turn into a huge agitator if you don't confront it over time and it can burn you out and make you feel not as good or passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And I remember when that happened for you and it was not a piece of sand. It was like looking at all the trash after, was it South by and in an alley or something like that. And you were just like, Oh my God. All this one. Oh yeah, I straight use. up cried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is striking. I mean, like after you throw an event or even a party, it's like it's depressing. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm. No. And you know, now we're in this terrible predicament where so many places have to use like one-time use everything. Ugh, yeah, I know it drives me nuts. I, I just. Bet. <sighs> But, you know, see, it's one of those necessary evils, I guess, right now. Um, I wish everyone would bring their own damn silverware rather than plastic. having to do plastic. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. Start caring. What were, what were your thoughts on this when it comes to shadow work and and business? I think it was a lot of – I mean, like, I kind of thought of it in a personal way, kind of like you're mentioning, and, like, just your own um, – like not in a broader scope, but your own personal issues that you've had with it along the way. And I think that for me, a lot of it tends toward not looking at all the money aspects, but I'm very much in a money space right now Mm -hmm. with all that I'm thinking about. And so like, you know, I sat down this week with everything that I owe, although for me, I mean, I've been waiting personally to do that just until my divorce is final. And so finally I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, now I've, this is what I've got, you know, and I can really like assess. And I think it's just like that personally or with business. Like if you can really, um, keep that in the light and keep, keep being on the up about everything that you have and, you know, need to do to balance your money and to keep, keep dealing with it and not bearing those hard parts. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, so that's been good growth for me just doing that. And I think in, in any business I've had, I tend to not be so good about it. You've been really good in the last few years about really learning every aspect. And that's really hard to do because there's, there can be a lot of uh, intimidation and like just shadow things that come up where you just are operating from a place of fear or a place of like uh, insecurity and whether you understand it all, you know, which so many times I don't feel like I understand it all. So, (laughs) but it's not that hard if we'll just jump in and do it. And there's always people to help. 
Yeah, and and I think one of the things that came up for me when thinking of shadow work in regards to business is that it's kind of like this fine line. Half of me is like, what the heck, people and Bijou? Like, (laughs) why do you think that everything is supposed to be rainbow and roses all the time? Like, why do you get so upset when things don't go your way? Like, who told you that things were just supposed to be amazing? But then when you look at the things you learn from, you're really looking at success stories and you're always comparing yourself to other people. And I think that that's a problem. Like it, there's a stigma associated with failure, even though that's the way you learn the most. And so people never hear all of the trials and tribulations that that actually are about business. And so when they actually have to confront them, they're like thinking they're the only ones and they're shocked by them. But in the same token, like I know that Sometimes it's so hard to be motivated and happy all the time that you want to look at content and stories and learn from people who were successful because it gets you excited about what if you could be that. And it's not like you really want to read about someone's failures, but in the same token, like you just won't be prepared if you don't look at that. And, and so I wish our culture was a little bit different in the sense that I felt people wish people didn't feel so embarrassed about talking about their failure. And I yeah. wish people were more open about looking at people's failure. There's been a couple of times where I've spoken on a panel about the major fails that I've made and people couldn't even make eye contact with me when I was talking about them. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, that is so interesting. It is. And I think too, just, um, Along those lines, it's important to find some other people that have businesses and they don't even have to be like yours because I got really lucky when I had my store and made friends with someone who had my friend Nack Armstrong who had Anthony Nack. Now he has Nack Armstrong. So we were still both in fashion, but we had very different size businesses and his was much bigger than mine and um, because mine was tiny boutique and yet we had the same problems and when we we were such we were close enough to where we're really really honest about it and really candid about the problems we were having and i was always surprised that he was having the same problems that i was and oh yeah it, 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 yeah it's really it, comforting you know and like so i think that a good bit of advice would be like if you're feeling that way just talk seek out like a partner or a friend that you can really be honest with and you can connect about these darker things and find out that you're not alone well and that's where uh being a part of that entrepreneur organization was for sure for you important for me because thought of that Yeah. And you don't necessarily need to join an organization that you need to pay for, but there are plenty of like groups on Facebook or meetups where a lot of my friends weren't their own bosses and they could never really understand some of the things that I was dealing with. And it was really important for me to go to that entrepreneurial group because the businesses were so various, like the variety was on crazy, but we all have the same issues because one, it's all run by humans and it's all (laughs) purchased by humans, right? Mm -hmm. So we all had the same marketing issues. We all had the same accounting issues. We all had the same personnel issues. We all had the same motivational issues. And so 
just seeing that you're not alone in that and hearing some of the major fuck-ups make you feel so much better about things that you thought were your major fuck-ups. And there was times I was like, dang, I thought I screwed up, but at least I didn't do what they did. Or there's times I could tell when I would tell a story and I would give other people relief, right? Yes. So it's this give and take that that I think is important of with community. I completely agree. And I've been really, really on a community kick right now, just as a member of this fit for service that I'm in. And um, so surprised that like I needed it in all aspects of my life. And this mm-hmm. is just another one of those. So I'm really glad that you mentioned the word community because I thought of your uh, entrepreneurial group when I was saying that about my experience too, because that's just so, it's just so incredibly beautiful and valuable. So that's a really good takeaway, you know, and sometimes we just think we're all alone like an island and we're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, ma- a main point that's helping, that's been helping me get through some of my dark days is the understanding that life is light and dark and you're supposed to take both of them in stride and you're supposed to appreciate both of them because a lot of good comes out of the shadow work and a lot of good comes out of the bad days and the bad experiences. And I think that if you have a little bit of more gratitude towards them, it kind of takes the edge off of it a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then, uh, and adjacent to that, I mean, like, you know, I'm still, I'm still, I still think about our roundtable discussion on love and I would encourage people to listen to that if they haven't from a few episodes back, because we talked about even labeling it light and dark or, you know, mm-hmm. shadow and whatever. And, you know, it, it's just, you can almost all rather, you can almost say instead it's all things, you know, it's mm-hmm. just all things. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, um, I love that talk. Yes, I think you're right. Um, it's it's these words that we use. It's this branding that we put on things. <laughs> it makes a big difference. It does. It does, and it doesn't. It doesn't have to be so daunting when you just think of it in the context like, oh, this is part of it. This is mm-hmm. a thing that we get to experience, just like that other thing that perhaps made me feel really good. This one makes me feel a little different, but that's just part of the entire emotional scope that I get to experience as a human. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, I always wonder when we decided what was a failure and what was light and what was dark. Right. Um, Because like, why is something that, I mean, some of the things that we consider pretty dark or shadow work are really just human, right? Or animals. Like when we look at an animal doing it, we're like, oh, that's just because they're an animal. And so like, why do we think, oh no, that's just bad, right? Why can't we just be like, oh, that's just human? Societal conditioning. Yeah. But like who came up with that and why do we have to keep going by those rules? Because it's dumb. It makes you feel bad about yourself. I know. So let's not do it anymore. It's like, and and it's funny because you can think about it in a while, a lot of ways. Like, oh shit, I have hair. I'm that's bad, right? <laughs> like it's something. But then when I think about that, it's like not to be graphic, but like Go ahead. Women, women will get rid of their hair that is not supposed to quote unquote be there. Yeah, right? lasered. I've lasered like my whole body. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> Because what what society told us that that was right and better? I don't know. I sometimes I just my brain will go off thinking about these crazy 
whys and what ifs. And um, I don't know if I should be using all my energy in that way, but it is really, really interesting. Yes, it is. It totally is. So, um, well, good. Well, I think these are really good takeaways from this. Uh, do you have anything to add before we go today? Anything else that came up? Uh, no, I guess my, my only takeaway that I have written down here is um, I saw this advice earlier, and I think that it's important to, at first they were talking about do one hard thing for yourself every And uh, when I started writing down things that might be hard for me, some of them were just like, things that I was scared to try, but some of them were rectifying some things that I consider like dark and shadowy and, or at least like kind of tackling them in a way that's healthy. And so I think that even having a visual, like making a list of what those things are and seeing how you could potentially turn them into light, or at least just look at them, right. Instead of just acting like they don't exist. I think it's a a healthier way of living in my humble opinion. Yeah, totally. I've been doing that just around money and stuff. And, and like, and and I've forced myself to like pull up my bank account every day and just like cast spells on it. I just sit there. I just imagine money flowing to it and it like Mm -hmm. happy and making me feel really good. And like, yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? I can see swimming in money right now visually in my mind. Uh Oh, I lost you with that sentence. You can see what? Oh, it's because my my visualization was so powerful that it made the electronics stop working. <laughs> no, I was having a visual of you swimming around in money right now. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Please yeah, do. I'll join you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like I've had to just sort of stop myself and go like, okay, you know what? How would I feel if money were no object right now? And I, I like, I just try to command that feeling, but now we're off on a tangent. So, um, but it, you know, basically it was like what you were saying, like forcing yourself to do one thing per day. I mean, I forced my, like today I made a list of, you know, my upcoming expenses and everything that I've got, you know, that I owe. And, um, and you know, it just felt good to have a handle on that because, uh, it's easier to go through your day and avoid that. No, it's people see it as a shadow, like they don't want to look at it and it'll end up spanking you later if you don't. Right. So uh, I think that that's great advice to just understand what the reality of the situation is. And then that's the only way you can actually change it if you need to. Yeah, for sure. And spanking you not in the good way. Not in the good kind of spanking. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good. Well, thank you. Everyone can find you at Story by Style, Story X Style on Instagram. And um, thank you so much, Bijou Finney of BYOB. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Go play with your shadow. (laughs) Thank you so much for today. There's a resource roundup on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there for links to everything that we mentioned in the episode, and there should be a link to that post in the episode description wherever you're listening. Thank you so much to the regular Rocking Life contributors, Jill Faulkner, who you can find on Instagram at underscore Jill Margaret, or Bijou Finney, who you can find on Instagram at story by style, story x style. If you want to share your thoughts with me too, of course, I want to hear from you. Write to me, amy at amyedwards.com or hit me up on the socials at Real Amy Edwards. And I do have a TikTok now. I'm going to start using it. It's at the Magic Babe. Don't forget to please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That means so much when you do. Share it with a friend if you feel so called. And I'm really grateful for this and for you. And know that you've got a community here. When you feel alone, when you feel like your dark spots are different, they're not. 
We have them. That's part of your whole. And there's a lot of people that are willing to be there right there with you, like me. So thank you for being here. The more we do this and pay attention, just I firmly believe that even just thinking about it is doing the work. And if you want to journal about it, if you want to check out my PDF, please do. Just go to amyedwards.com slash VIP access and you can get free resources right there. Or if you're on amyedwards.com, click at the top where it says resources. All you have to do is enter your email and then everything is right there for you. Thank you so much for being here and rocking everything with me. I'm Amy Edwards. I love you so much. Peace, love, joy, light, health, wealth, abundance, all the good stuff to you. I love you. Till next time.